Welcome to De-Stress Your Business, the podcast where we show you how to get incredible results in your business without constant stress. I'm Alexis Kingsbury, a serial entrepreneur and co-founder at Air Manual. Uh, I'm joined uh, by my co-founder and co-host, Paddy Mann. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, we, we do normally uh, do normal mornings, don't we? You see, this is the thing. This We're doing quite a different episode today because um, today we're live and direct from Expert Empires which is one of the UK's uh, top events for entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, we've actually got our team here. Uh, we've got a beautiful stand at the, uh, the, uh, the break area of the event. Um, and tomorrow I'm going to be presenting to over 500 business owners uh, from the stage. Um, now, we've done a number of events before, um, but this is the first time that we've invested so much of our own time and money into it. And uh, it's also the first time that we've had a stand for Air Manual uh, specifically. It's also the first time that we've come with a brochure and printed books and, and the scale of giveaways that we've had. Um, and it's the first time uh, certainly to this event, I've been joined by the wonderful Paddy and also by Jessica, one of our uh, fantastic consultants. Um, to be honest, there's been a ton of work involved. Um, and uh, so today we thought it'd be useful to share with you uh, a little bit about how we've been preparing for the event um, and the steps that we've been taking and are still taking to make the whole thing as stress-free as possible. So, um, Paddy, let's start off with how are we working to remove uh, the stress from something like this, which could otherwise be incredibly stressful? I mean, events are, right? So uh, what are we doing? So, uh, yeah, great question. And to be honest, there is a ton of work. So luckily, we did have our eyes open here. Um, we have done events for other businesses uh, about a decade ago of a similar nature. And you know, we, we know that setting up the stand, getting the uh, brochures and different materials ready, working out what your sales team are going to do, working out what the speech is going to be, working out presentation, all this stuff, they're big time sinks. And so we did start planning early. We kind of got this in the, uh, you know, in, into a, a structure a couple of months ago. And what we're able to do is we, we treat it as an experiment because this isn't something that we've done a hundred times before. We don't know just how much of an impact this is going to have for our business. We don't know for sure. It's looking fantastic so far. It's been a great audience. We've got a ton of great uh, leads, had so many good conversations this morning. But, you know, before that, we, we didn't know just how successful this was going to be, whether it was going to be a good investment of our time and our money, of which there's been a lot. So it is an experiment. And so we want to make sure we, we take advantage of that opportunity. And a lot of it means getting myself and Alexis, putting our time into it. So this isn't something that we know exactly how to do. We don't know exactly what gets results yet. It needs us to be involved to both work out the overall plan and make sure we're happy with it, but also in the little details, the little details about what's going to be said and how we're going to talk to people and about what's going to be on the screen and what's people going to be in people's hands and all those little things. Because what we're hoping is that if it is becoming successful, then we work out what are the little details that, that we then want to replicate in future. And what we're doing is we're being smart about it. So as much as possible, we're reusing assets that already exist that we've been doing for our other marketing materials. It saves a ton of time and there are things that we already know work. So we're reusing where possible. And when there aren't things that we have already, 
then we, although it's an experiment, because there is a big investment, even for this event to create a stand and so on, we are being smart and we're thinking, how do we do it in a way that will make it easy to repeat in process, the process in future if it is a success. Yeah, fantastic. Love that. And I think one of the things that we've often sort of remarked upon along that journey has been, has been how things have kind of stacked. So there've been things that we've developed or done that have built on work that we've but, you know, developed or done before. So a good example of that, some of the, um, like the assets that we've created, right? So um, talk us through some of the assets that we've created as part of this, this journey and what we've, uh, what we've been creating. Ooh, so, so many, and not just so many, but some, some pretty big ones that required a big investment. So uh, an example of actually some of the ones we've been able to reuse, we've got a, a brochure which we, it's our Discover Air Manual Guide, and it talks about uh, why we're doing what we do, uh, the impact that we expect to have, the problems we're solving, the process that you'll go through working with Air Manual, FAQs, customer uh, stories, and so on. The good news here is that this is something that we needed in our business, even without having an event like this. We find it incredibly useful as a communication tool uh, to uh, give to new leads before they have a, a demo with us. We find it really a key part of our sales process anyway. So what we needed to do for the event was to get it into a print format, which sounds sounds like a trivial task. It's like, just, just put it in the printer already. Um, not not so much getting it to exactly the right size and the first version we printed out looks great on screen looked awful on print um yeah it, it took a lot of work a lot of iteration but that that was one of the things we invested in so we had a brochure we also had um a uh, a book a guidebook uh the business leader's guide to uh ai and chat gpt uh, which is a fantastic resource you can find it uh, online um we'll put it in the show notes so you can find that if you want Again, we had an ebook that we were already using as a lead magnet uh, for the business. We need to create a print version. So there's a, a bit of work there. Uh, we've got the stand. So first time we've, we've had a stand for uh, this business, for Air Manual. Uh, had to create that. And we made sure we, we did it in a way that would be really easy to reuse in future and really high quality. We're really happy with that. We've had to create um, a video. We've got a uh uh, TV screen uh, at the stand because we want to make sure that people can actually see some evidence of the tool of what it looks like uh, interspersed with some of the benefits they can expect. So we've created that. Then there's been all the checklists. So the, um, the guidance to the team on how to run the event or how to prepare for the event. So we've got a, uh, an end-to-end -end checklist of all the things that need to be done to prepare. And that's uh, all of it from logistics of sorting out your flights to creating the assets to preparing the sales team, all those all steps. And I think when it gets down to nitty gritty, there must be like a hundred checkboxes or more. We've got checklists in place that help us with some of the things that are being used uh, outside of the event, like setting up a campaign and a lead magnet and the automations around that. Uh, and we've been building on top of those to uh, add in the additional things that we've needed for the event. We've got some... Uh, very specific checklist as well around new tools that we've had used. So one of the things we're doing, we created the video internally. We found out we could do that using Keynote and QuickTime. And it, it, frankly, really happy with how that turned out. That's something we got done in the morning and it's great. I, we'll be writing a separate post on uh, on social media about that experience. But the intricacies of how we did that 
aren't obvious and aren't necessarily things even we would remember. So that's been captured as a, a checklist. And a final uh, checklist, in fact, I say final, but I'm sure there are other examples I've forgotten. A uh, final checklist that I've been using is a training checklist that we've created for the team so that when someone comes to our stand and uh, you know someone says, you know, what's hair many? So what are you guys about? We can give a consistent answer. And I tell you what, the answer we give is, is fantastic. It works brilliantly for this audience. And it means that right now me and Alexis are sitting here and we've left Jessica on the stand. She's fantastic, but we know exactly what she's going to say and how she's going to do the conversation. And she's not going to get stuck in a conversation that lasts for half an hour and avoid other leads. She's not going to have a conversation that doesn't lead to actually getting someone's details. She's not going to have uh, you know other ways. We know exactly and we know that it's going to get results. So that training checklist has been another just a little thing where we've created it, it's delivering value, and we're going to have this asset for future events as well. Yeah, I love that. And that, I, I think I think that's probably my favorite checklist because although um, it, it provides huge value, I think as, exactly as you say, it means that we're able to be consistent and effective in those conversations. And I think the, the results that we've already had so far from the event are inc- like incredible and, and beating even our um, initial estimations of what would very good look like and i think a lot of it comes down to the way in which that set up that conversation is set up the way in which we tee up uh, how air manual helps the way the questions that we then follow up with to ask people about whether out their business and so on but what i love most is how quickly it was produced that checklist was created based on a quick brain dump that We'd had like we'd had a conversation. We'd captured some notes. I shared that with Jessica. Jessica drafted a checklist with like seven high level steps and some detail in it, which included um, how do we explain air manual? Like what's the one liner? A little bit of iteration between me and Jessica. You uh, you uh, chimed in and had some others. We did a bit more iteration and then agreed. Yeah, this is it. It's a bit longer. It's not one line. It's a little bit longer, but it lands it. And then we put that in place and and so I think end to end. Uh, in terms of elapsed time, it was a day. And in terms of actual effort time, I think you're talking maybe 20 minutes, maybe a little bit longer, half an hour. But that checklist has enabled us to deliver this, you know, very consistent experience for people that um, uh, at the stand. It's funny, at breakfast this morning, <laughs> you've got uh, me and Jessica basically going in a continuous loop where it's like, oh, how is <laughs> so interesting. So what's there, Manuel? And da, 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 go through it. And then like ending with the, um, so that's why I'm, essentially, that's what Air Manual is. Uh, and what about you? And it's like, well, <laughs> I'm Air Manual. And so on. And, but we did that. And I, I think we probably repeated it, I don't know, three times each. And got to the point where it's, it's slick. And, um, but it, the core was that we had both independently gone through the checklist to learn it and memorize it so that we even felt comfortable doing the role playing. So she was able to do that whilst on the flight over. Um, cause she's uh, uh, based in Spain. So she said fly over uh, to London for this event. And so she's been practicing that. I've uh, practiced it separately. And so we we're able to bring that together. And I think that's powerful when you think about training your team you don't want to have to spend the time in person just telling you know just telling what you should do you want the time when you're actually training in person to be the value add it's the the coaching the the practicing the role playing um that you really get that that kind of uh, interpersonal time uh, out of it which i think is you know ultimately what what you really want so We've talked about uh, about what we did and uh, and putting into checklists and some of the assets and so on. 
how has it felt? Like what's <laughs> what's been the difference or has it still felt stressful anyway, uh, particularly in the lead up to the event? Like what's, what's been the result? Well, here's the funny thing, because if you look at any of the tasks, like setting up the, the, the brochure ready for print, setting up these checklists and so on, they, they can sound like chores. And if we as founders had to repeat those tasks every time, then absolutely they would feel like chores. They wouldn't feel like good use of our time. And we'd probably delegate it even though we weren't getting the results we needed. But what I love about the way that we run our businesses and about how we're showing other people how to run their businesses is we are essentially designing the systems. And for me, I'm here at this uh, event. I've traveled down from um, uh, Sweden to do essentially a sales and marketing event. And I'm not normally that active face-to-face uh, -face and, and so on. And it's lovely to be here. And I love having the conversations and, and so on. And I, I, I wouldn't change that. But for me, I also know that this may well be the last event that I attend. And I can do that with absolute clarity on how future events will be run for my business and the quality that's going to be delivered. And I know, I know that the, the sales script that they're using works. I know that the marketing assets and everything supporting it. I know that the product, um, that we're providing answers, you know, the right questions and all these things fit together. And for me, that lets me move on to the next challenge, the next piece of the puzzle. And that's what I love doing. So. You know, I'm not going to say that every little tweak to the, the, the print format to get that off to the printers was, was ideal. But knowing that it's a one-time thing, that we're fixing a problem and then moving on and we're setting up something that can be scaled up and repeated in a consistent way, it's great. Yeah, I think the thing that I found um, in terms of my stress levels is that by doing that, and uh, you know, you've done a fantastic job of of kind of managing that side. It me it's meant that for me, I have been able to focus on my presentation. Like um, I've I've spoken at many events before. I've facilitated workshops with senior people and all this kind of stuff. But 500 people is my biggest audience. Yeah, I think my previous highest was maybe 350, 300, um, and the circumstances of that were different. It was a 10 i think 10 minutes presentation rather than an hour and that's it's a it's a different beast in terms of what what you can deliver and the expectations of the audience are different and so on so it was important to me to be able to prepare well in advance this wasn't a task that i wanted to leave to oh well you know a deadline means i'll get it done um I, I wanted to prepare well in advance and i wanted to make sure that the key messages i am able to rehearse so the stress for me wouldn't just be about, oh, can we get the assets ready? It's can we get the assets ready and that I'm able to manage my mental energy and I'm able to actually rehearse in a way that feels positive and not rushed and, and stressed. And that has happened as in in a positive way. I haven't been rushed and stressed. I have been able to prepare and rehearse. And so I actually feel pretty relaxed about the presentation tomorrow. Um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I might be, I might be saying different, but. I think that that matters uh, in terms of then what you deliver and and uh, and how, like I mean obviously personally for us it makes a difference but I think it has an impact on the results that you then get and I think often we don't talk about that side you know when we're talking about de-stress your business often we're talking about we want you to have a a change to your life we want you to enjoy the journey we want you to um, be able to spend time with family and uh, not find work stress. We actually don't often talk about the impact that having a stressful work experience has on your results that you get and the financial performance that you have and so on. And I think um, it does. And, and so I, I really uh, love that. Um, 
what are you excited about seeing next? Because, uh, you know, this is, as you say, it's a, it's a big event. Um, we've already been kind of talking about uh, other events and all these sorts of things. Like, um, what, uh, uh, you know, what, what in terms of both this event and the future? Good question. So many things. Now, interestingly, we're at a, a kind of a, a moment and a plenty of turning moment in the in the business. And this is something that you're going to experience um, again and again as you, you scale up and you run experiments. And for us, this is essentially a, a large experiment. And over the coming uh, days and weeks and months, we're going to see the impact of that. Because what we want to be able to do in the business is double down on things that are working well for us. Um, rather than kind of diluting and you know, trying to spread ourselves too thinly. We want to make sure that we're really focused on what's working well. And so I'm excited about what that might be. And it may be that we end up booking in a lot more events even this year. It may be um, that we're getting uh, more capital into the business and that gives us new opportunities. Uh, we're very excited about being able to scale up our, our marketing team because at the moment we're doing amazing things with very limited resource but we can see so many new opportunities for that. We can also see so many opportunities across across the rest of the business. So that's what it is for me. I mean, continuing with that journey of identifying the next challenges and, and fixing them and the excitement of knowing, I think we've done a good job of this experiment. We are doing a good job of it and we're going to be able to make some great decisions going forward about whether this is something we, we doubled down on and uh, and the results we can get. Yeah, I completely agree with all of that. It's um, yeah, uh, and and I mean, I've attended a lot of events uh, over the years, um, particularly more recently with uh, quite a bit of speaking. But I mean, you know, I remember back in the days when it was just us, and uh, I was attending events like this one. In fact, uh, including one run run by Nick James that have had a huge impact on me. And I think that's the other thing that I really like about doing this as a form of our marketing it's not just great for us as a business to be able to get out there but also you know i i remember what these sorts of events meant for me as an entrepreneur and um you know the conversations that we'd have after them the ideas the the challenging the the overcoming those self-limiting beliefs like the number of people that we talk to here where one of the biggest challenges for them is just getting over the idea of i need to be doing everything or you know, I, I, maybe I'm not, my business isn't quite ready to hire the next person or whatever, you know, in, um, uh, in the episode, uh, where I interviewed, uh, Denise Duffield Thomas, who actually, uh, we're going to be closing up so that we can go and uh, hear her speak very shortly. Um, you know, she talked about one of her first hires, like as a symbolic hire, bringing someone into the business. And I think those messages and being able to talk about that, uh, you know, when I speak tomorrow, but also just people generally, I think it's so important. It, it properly changes people's lives when they have that kind of experience and and, uh, and apply that as a result in their business. So I'm really looking forward to not just what it means for us, but also like seeing that for other people. Um, it's also been really nice, by the way, um, because in, in the scheme of things, particularly for our businesses, Air Manual is in relatively, um, early, you know, it's, it's high growth. It's not in the late, you know, it's not a mature stage like our other software business that's been going 10 years. What I really love is that we've been at the stand with um, existing customers coming over and saying hi and 
recommending us to other people and so on and that that's hugely validating and something that you don't you don't get that on zoom calls and and things like that it's really nice to be in sort of in-person events so i'm looking forward to that continuing uh, over the course of the next couple of days uh, before we close up so that we can go see denise any other closing remarks no i think it's uh yeah it's, it's been a real pleasure as i say this isn't something this event isn't something that i'm um frequently involved in and I'm, I'm living in Sweden. We don't have the same kind of uh, uh, activity around in Gothenburg, certainly not in English, that you get uh, in, the, in the in the UK. Unsurprisingly, really, it's uh, my fault. I, I do need to learn Swedish. But it's been brilliant to come down and see that and then see all the things that we're not doing up to this stage, building up and the impact that that's having. And I'm really excited, of course, to see Denise Dunford thomas Also really excited to see how Alexis performs uh, uh, tomorrow and a number of other speakers. It's been a great event. Fantastic. Yeah, completely agree. Excellent. Well, uh, now, uh, as regular listeners will know, uh, we do run a weekly webinar when I'm not at events like this. And uh, it's on how to free up 15 hours a week and unlock growth in your business. Uh, typically, it's every uh, Wednesday at 1 p.m. UK time, but uh, you can find out more and register for the next available one at airmanual.co forward slash webinar. Uh, and a final note for uh, podcast listeners, if you're listening to this, uh, if you're watching on social media, please help us out. Click a like, share it with someone else that you find uh, uh, that, uh, that you think um, might find it useful, like share it with other people, because that really helps us out. But also, it'll help other people out there. Because I think, you know, doing big investments of time and money into these sorts of things is terrifying for business leaders of, frankly, any scale. Like, it's all relative, right? And so uh, please do share this experience with other people if you if you think they might find it useful. Uh, and if you're listening on a podcast, please do give us a, a five-star review. If you're getting a lot of value out of our podcast, we really appreciate it. We also really appreciate uh, the feedback that people give uh, about, like, the episodes that they've listened to. And we sometimes get people telling us, like, oh, I've listened to seven episodes and I've then gone back and listened to them again. So on. honestly, we really appreciate it. We cut, like... Um, it's not something that we just expect. Uh, and so uh, please do share your feedback. Let us know your thoughts. And if there's anything else that you'd like us to cover in future episodes, we'd really appreciate that feedback. Um, otherwise, until next time, have fun. <laughs>